This is Minister's Minute. It's a podcast for everyday ministers with short attention spans. This is an addition to the Everyday Ministry podcasts. Our normal episodes release every first and third Monday of the month. But this is a shorter, straight-to-the-point podcast that we're going to release every second and fourth Monday, as well as the fifth Mondays of the month whenever we have those. And so as we start this new adventure or new podcast for you guys to listen to, our plan and goal is really to have a 10- to 15-minute episode that releases on those days to address one specific question. This week's episode, we're going to be looking at what is youth ministry? And sitting here with me, I have Daniel Brown, the youth pastor at Clearer Baptist Church in Clear, Alabama. And that's why he is going to answer a question on youth ministry. So, Daniel, <laughs> how would you respond to the question of what is the purpose of youth ministry? All right. Well, first off, really quick, I'm glad to be back in the saddle with our podcasting adventures. I hadn't gotten to do this in a while, so I'm excited to be back, pumped to be involved in this new secondary podcast that we're that we're putting together and creating for our listeners. So to get straight to the point, because that's what we do here, um, we are answering this question of the purpose of youth ministry. And that's kind of an elusive question if you ask, you know, a slew of guys or women, what the purpose of youth ministry is. But um, I think that my purpose of youth ministry has really probably changed a lot over the years. I've been in now for uh, 11 years. I've been doing youth ministry now. When I first got involved in youth ministry and felt called into youth ministry, but one of the, one of the reasons I got into youth ministry initially was, along with the call that God placed on my life, was this thought about my experience through middle school and high school. And when I was in school, uh, I was involved in youth ministry at my church and grew up in that setting and in that environment, in that culture. But what I experienced was a what I what I like to call a roller coaster ride where I'm going up and down in my spiritual walk. There's times where I'm really on fire for God and times where I was not. And I, I was just wet. My wood was wet, as they say. And and but then there would be seasons where. I would go off to summer camp or I would go to disciple on that weekend and do the things that youth ministries often do. And it would get me excited and refocused on God again. And yet weeks or months later, I would be right back where I was. So I was on this roller coaster ride. And one of the big motivating things for me when I was getting into youth ministry was how do I minister to students in such a way and love students in such a way and partner with the church in such, such a way regarding our students that I could possibly help lead them in a different way that would prevent them from riding that roller coaster that I did. Now I can confidently tell you that in my years of youth ministry, the majority of students that I've ministered to have been on the roller coaster. (laughs) And so um, I haven't really accomplished that super well, uh, at least not in the way that I wanted to and intended to. Uh, But I can tell you this, that my purpose has changed. And the purpose that I believe God now has uh, for me in youth ministry is it is the purpose to love our students to the best of my ability. All right. That's the first off. Love my students to the best of my ability, no matter who I'm ministering to, no matter where they are in life, just love them in the name of Jesus. The 
second purpose that I have in youth ministry is to partner with parents as parents seek to raise their kids and disciple their kids. I am not the main disciple maker towards their children. The parent is. Um, and so that's something that I think a lot of youth ministers forget. So let me say this real quick too. Um, one thing or a couple of things that youth ministry is not. Youth ministry is not a youth pastor trying to be relevant and cool for their students to connect with. Not some guy or girl who has the is the best dressed, has the funnest attitude, they're funny, they're they're quote unquote relevant. Uh, in that culture, that is not what youth ministry is. I have learned that there are so many youth pastors, youth leaders in this world um, who are in their 40s, 50s, and some even in their 60s. And I promise you, they are far from relevant, but they're still making an impact in their youth ministry setting. So how are they doing that? Well, like I said, they are loving their students right where they're at. They show their students that they care. They are discipling those students. But above that, they are partnering with the parents of those students who are the main disciple makers. If you do those things, you have longevity in youth ministry. If you're focusing on those things as the main purpose of, of your ministry, then you will have longevity. Being relevant, being funny, being quote unquote hip, that's temporary. That might last for the first few years of being in youth ministry. But even now, being in my 11th year of youth ministry, James, I can confidently tell you I'm not relevant. I try to be funny and say the things that our students say. They don't think it's funny. They are almost embarrassed. And so that's something that I would say that that I, I've put aside. I've put that away and I'm focusing now on those three things. Disciple, love, and partner with the main disciple makers. Okay. So I want to briefly look at the two aspects of that is love and know with the disciple makers. So quickly give us some ways in which you show your love to the students. Uh, well, one way I show the love of Christ to my students is just simply showing up in, in their lives, show up to their events, be where they are, be a part of the things that they're involved in, extracurricular things they're doing at school. Um, listen to them when they have something to say and pray for them and pray with them. Those are some main things that I do. Also, briefly, though, I think we're going to explore this question in depth later. How do you partner with parents in discipling children? Yeah, well, first off, I'll tell you this. Um, this is something that I can always be striving to do better. That's for mm -hmm. sure, um, partnering with parents. But one thing I'm, I'm working to be as intentional as possible in doing when I'm partnering with parents is just having open lines of communication with them. Let them know what we're doing um, when we have our weekly gatherings. What are we learning about? What am I teaching about? What are we learning about in our life groups? Mm -hmm. Who are our students' life group leaders, which is just our version of a small group? Um, who are their leaders? What are their leaders teaching? What are we communicating to our students? And how are we trying to help our students live that out in daily life? That's something we're striving to communicate better, always trying to, to get better at that. But the other thing that I would say that we're doing is just simply seeking to build personal relationships with parents so that in those personal relationships, the parents will feel a freedom to come and use me or any of our leaders as a resource in their students' lives. 
As we come to the end of the Minister's Minute episode on the purpose of youth ministry, could you define the purpose of youth ministry in one to two sentences? Yeah, so purpose of youth ministry, to disciple students, teenagers specifically, to partner with the main disciple makers of those teenagers, which is their parents, and to love them in the name of Jesus as much and as often as you possibly can. Okay. So on the next episode of Ministers Minute that you were here with Daniel Brown, we will discuss how we better partner with parents in discipling children and how we can play a part in the lives of students that don't have parents as believers. So that will be on the next episode with Daniel Brown as Ministers Minutes. We thank you for listening and we hope you enjoy this short podcast for ministers with short attention span. Hey, before we wrap this episode up, I just wanted y'all to know that if you want to ask a question or make a statement or just tell me I'm an idiot, you can send us an email at everydayministrypodcast at gmail.com. That's everydayministrypodcast at gmail.com. We look forward to interacting with you guys.